Hey everyone, Chris Centennial, Sports Talk 101. Today I'm at the Country Club of Big Ron Shaw, and the question we're asking today is, should Monty apologize to Ron? So what's your thoughts? Should Monty from the Monty and Ferro Show apologize to Big Ron Shaw? Absolutely. I, I don't believe that uh, Monty should have said what he said, and I definitely believe he should uh, apologize to Ron Shaw for what he had said. Sir, what do you think? Should Monty apologize to Ron Shaw? Monty apologized to Shaw? Hell yeah! And he's the champion! Hall of Famer, of course! Sir, do you have an opinion? Should yeah, he apologize? Most, most definitely. When you have a Hall of Famer and you want to insult him, that's a bunch of bullcrap. He should be apologizing to him. Thank you. Sir, do you have an opinion on Ron Shaw? Should he Monty apologize to him? Hell, yeah, I don't even like Ron Shaw. Hey, hey! Monty, the people have spoken. Step up to the plate and deliver me the apology that I so rightfully deserve. I told you, you're a punk. And I'm going to tell you, our pants are going to cross again. Hey everyone, Chris Centennial, Sports Talk 101. Today I'm at the Country Club of Big Ron Shaw. And the question we're asking today is, should Monty apologize to Ron? So what's your thoughts? Should Monty from the Monty and Ferro Show apologize to Bing Ron Shaw? Absolutely. I, I don't believe that uh, Monty should have said what he said, and I definitely believe he should uh, apologize to Ron Shaw for what he had said. Sir, what do you think? Should Monty apologize to Ron Shaw? Monty apologized to Shaw? Hell yeah! And he's the champion! Hall of Famer, of course! Sir, do you have an opinion? Should yeah, he most, most definitely. When you have a Hall of Famer and you want to insult him, that's a bunch of bullcrap. He should be apologizing to him. Thank you. Sir, do you have an opinion on Ron Shaw? Should he Monty apologize to him? Hell, yeah, I don't even like Ron Shaw. Hey, hey! People have spoken. Step up to the plate and deliver me the apology that I so rightfully deserve. I told you, you're a punk. And I'm going to tell you, our pants are going to cross again. Monty, in six short days, I'll be on the Dan and Benny in the Ring show to announce some huge news that's going to shock a lot of people, maybe including you. So what you need to do is get to your doctor and get the wax cleaned out of your ears and then get the wax cleaned out between your ears because you're going to want to hear and understand exactly what I got to say and Pharaoh I suggest you talk some sense into your pal to make sure I get the apology that I deserve I'm Rosa Mendez and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast Monty Farrell, I had the best time ever! Hey, listen, Daddy, you're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I gotta tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly.
Well, what, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man, yeah. we need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join the team as a Monty Nefaro member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. But what I, I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they could tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. Uh, but that's You know what? That's why you're, you're the star of the show, because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, there you go, Farrell. You got to be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content nice. that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of... Tommy Rich, I want a picture or whatever. And boy, that's on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock too. Join. need a body shop you need engine repair auto excellence collision specialists 631-261-6420 that's 631-261-6420 auto excellence hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the after show found here only on the monty and the pharaoh channel right after the monty and the pharaoh show every thursday at 10 30. how was everybody's wrestling week mine was actually pretty good i decided to take a break from wwe product right now until after the draft because of my dissatisfaction with the way it's been written the way it's been being presented realizing that they're more interested in the advertising dollar than than the casual fan right now and they're just doing anything i i'm tired of seeing the mysterios judgment day the usos they, they're dominating all of television there's two different shows there's two different brands there should be a reason behind it i just decided to take a step back this week and give my myself a little time away from the product and come back with a Fresh start after the draft. Everybody have a chance to catch the Monty and the Pharaoh show last week? It was pretty cool. They had an interview with actor, director, musician, producer, comedian, and entrepreneur, Michael Sequela. It was pretty cool. I'm familiar with him once I saw him, but he isn't a what I would call a major player in Hollywood. So I wasn't overly familiar. He's not a leading leading role man, but man, the stories this guy could tell, I was I was really impressed. He has stories of oh Burt Reynolds and 
the Blues Brothers. You have to watch the show just to check out the, the sequence on the Bruce Blues Brothers. He worked with Raquel Welch, uh, Tom Sizemore. He's blues musician. Oh, it, great, great, interesting uh, interview. I, I definitely recommend checking it out. He's also the owner of the Intuitive Network that's sponsor that has uh, the Money in the Pharaoh show live every Thursday at 9 p.m. You have to download that app. It's pretty cool. It's up and coming, and they have some great original content coming out. They have some original movies, shows, and even some classic stuff that you probably haven't seen in a while. Definitely, definitely recommend it. Let, let's move on. Let's get on to some wrestling news from the week. Did you see that Twitch lifted the ban on WWE lifted the ban on its performers performing on Twitch, with, and now they're going to be able to do it with almost no restrictions? That's pretty cool. It's about time. The reality is they are only independent contractors. The WWE should not rule their lives. These people should be able to do whatever they want to do within reason when they are not working directly for the WWE. They should be allowed to get outside work. They should be allowed to have their own channels on all the networks. They should be allowed to earn money outside of the WWE. WWE does keeps them as an independent contractor for a reason, for their tax benefits. It's not for the wrestler's benefit. Most of those wrestlers don't have real health insurance. WWE may take care of some of the injuries and some of the expenses related to the wrestlers getting injured now. But in times of the past, those wrestlers were on their own for those things. And honestly, WWE does not own the individual. The individual should have a right outside of the performer they're acting upon on the WWE shows to earn money however they they want to. And I can't wait to see some of the, the stuff that comes out. I know that Xavier Woods has his uh, video game channel, Up, Up, Down, Down. So that that one I I am familiar with. It's pretty it's pretty cool. It's not really geared towards me, but you know what? I do watch a couple of Twitch channels, and guess what? I'm going to start streaming soon on Twitch. What I'm going to be doing is I'm actually going to be doing a series on the history of wrestling video games, and I'm going to stream it on Twitch, and then I'm going to do reviews on this show talking about the those video games and my experiences with them. It's going to be pretty fun to to go back and relive some of the classic era of wrestling video games. I remember as a kid getting to play, oh, let's see, the first wrestling video game I can remember would be on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and that was pro wrestling. The character that I can remember the most was Starman. Everybody always wanted to be Starman for some reason. That was that was fun. Then they also had on the NES uh, Tecmo Tag Team Wrestling, which was a Japanese import that was a lot of fun. It was kind of cool. You locked your opponent up, and then you scrolled through uh, words, so depending on, you, so you, you get a lockup, and then you have like a menu that pops up, and you can choose the move you want to do, body slam, suplex, whatever. Can't wait to go back and play the, that game. I played it a lot as a kid, and I had a blast doing it. Then I, there was a couple stinkers on the NES that I remember. There was Muscle. I knew I had it, and I don't think I played it more than a handful of times. Uh, WWE, WWF's WrestleMania on that system. 
well, I'll talk about that when that comes up because I guarantee I, I had fun playing it as a kid. But looking back, I don't think it was a really good good game. So that that should be fun to to play with play with that. That's going to be a lot of fun. So okay, getting on to a, another subject, Goldberg. So Goldberg is upset with Vince McMahon because he didn't get his proper send off match, according to ninety three point seven the ticket. Well, guess what, Goldberg? Oh well, your contract ran up. What do you want them to do? Maybe they'll sign you for a more for a one day contract, but as of right now, they're on a hiring freeze. Do you deserve it? Yeah, you're you're a legend in your own mind. No, actually, you are a legend. You are a Hall of Famer. You are a a good entertainer. I'm never going to call you a good wrestler because you sucked as a wrestler, to be honest. But you did get the crowd to pop, kind of like that ultimate. You and the Ultimate Warrior, I kind of put in that same boat. Neither one of you is a good wrestler. But when you do your moves, the fans love it. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's like that to a point. I mean, although I know in Japan, he actually could wrestle. But in the States, what did he do? He did his big boot. He flexed his muscles. He did the leg drop. And what did it, What was it? That was it. That was his gimmick. He, he got the fans to pop, though. And the fans still love him 40 years later. It's kind of kind of crazy. So as everybody knows, I, I do bartend uh, several nights a week. And this week I had a, a cool uh, interaction with some people. I didn't realize it, but Big Nick Energy podcast was in the house. So Saturday night, I had a lot of fun interacting with these guys and we got to argue some cool stuff. Anybody doesn't know, I am a Nick fan and I'm psyched that we are in the playoffs. 1-1 right now as of Tuesday when I'm recording this. Nick's, are, we're going back to the garden. Yeah, home field advantage right now is ours. If we can hold the two at the garden and get when we get back out to Cleveland, guess what happens? So, all right. But uh, anyway, Big Nick Energy was in the house and Joey Landolfo of Big Nick Energy actually works for WWE. And one of his jobs is he has to watch all the network programming on from Peacock. <laughs> I had to I had to rouse him on that. And I'm like, dude, that shit sucks. Uh, the bump. I never want to watch the bump again. Uh, there, there's a bunch of them. I can't think of them off the top of my head. And he's like, yes, here's the choice you have, though. You don't have to watch them. It's my job to watch them. <laughs> I got to laugh at that because it's true. I mean, he, he's got to suffer through them. I, I at least can turn it off and go to the next one. So pretty cool. And Joey's actually agreed in the future. He's going to come on and do an interview with us pretty soon. So that should be a lot of fun. And I'm actually going to go on Big Neck Energy at some point in the future. And we'll do some cross promotion. It's pretty cool. You got to check them out. Big Nick Energy, Joey Landolfa. Got to give a shout out to them. Yeah, as I was discussing earlier, I wanted, I'm going to go over some uh, some wrestling games of the past in the near future. I can't wait. Currently, I'm waiting for a new computer to come in. I ordered one from this company called Digital Storm. They said it was going to take four to six weeks. Well, it's as of today. It's six weeks. I still don't have the computer. It's sitting in a process that they call benchmarking. It says it should only be in there for a day or two. It's been in there for a week, so I'm going to probably give those guys a call and find out where my damn computer is, you know, a month and a half later. I had, I had actually paid for expedited assembly. They sent me my money back from it for expedited assembly because they couldn't get it to me in the 10 to 15 days that, that I wanted it in. So they've been a pretty cool company so far to work with. Can't wait to get that system. It's going to kick ass. And at that point, we're going to be doing some really cool stuff. We've got some animation, some other programs, some cool editing stuff coming up. But uh, 
I just realized we're uh, we're at a time where we got to take a break and we'll be right back and we're going to get right into the wrestling magazine this month or this this week. And that's going to be the July 1988 volume of WWF magazine featuring the macho man, Randy Savage. I can't wait to do this. We'll see you in a minute. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics, pride, performance, and partnerships. I'm Rosa Mendez, and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast, Monty Farrow. I have the best. Ever. Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man, we need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and and join the team as a Monty Nefaro member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I I don't know. But I I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they can tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. But that's you know what? That's why you're you're the star of the show because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, Man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, There you go, Farrell. You gotta be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get Free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of Tommy Rich. I want a picture of whatever. And, boy, that's we on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock, too. Join. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah. What's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. And welcome back to the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channel, every Thursday at 10.30, following the Monty and the Pharaoh Show. So, while we're on that subject, the Monty and the Pharaoh Show can be found every Thursday at 9 p.m., live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. They also stream live on the Intuitive app. Check them out there. The audio version is available at all your streaming services, Podbeam. Apple Music, Amazon, iTunes, you name it, they're there. And you know what the cool part is? Wherever you find the Monty and the Pharaoh show, you probably find ESO and the After Show. So 
want to get into this week's wrestling magazine. This one is pretty cool. This one's from July 1998, and it features on the cover the Macho Man Randy Savage with a featured article, The Macho Man, the undisputed WWF champion. Man, it gets tough going back between F and E. <laughs> In my, it was for most of my life, it was the WWF, and now, as of 2003, becoming WWE, I still struggle with that. So also in this episode, we've got Jake the Snake Roberts. He plans his own rude awakening. Yeah, that was back in the Rick Rude feud. I remember that. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. His, his crazed cutting continues. Demolition on top to stay. And Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase unleashes his million-dollar dream. Also in this issue, we have uh, Ron Bass with Miss Betsy. Strike Force protesting and a and hacksaw jim duggan is profiled cool awesome awesome well you know what happens when you open up the magazine you get that table of contents but on the other page you have wrestlemania 4 which was when randy savage won the undisputed wwf title in that tag team tournament but somehow it still features hulk hogan on the cover <laughs> go figure go figure so check out these contents of course, a lot more advertising for the WrestleMania and lots of other things. They do have a cool advertisement here for Pile Driver. And you know what you could have gotten back then for only $5? You could have gotten an autographed picture of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Check that out. That's awesome. So you buy Pile Driver and then you get a five, and for $5 more, you get an autographed Hulk Hogan poster that nowadays would probably be worth $500. <laughs> That'd be, that's a good return on an investment there. So around the Mac gets into the Young Stallions, Paul Roma, and Jim, uh, oh, what was his name? Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Powers. Then you have the WWF membership application for the fan club it was only ten dollars for the year i wish i would have done that and had that that memorabilia now next we get into the news breaks uh the news breaking so keating has andre's contract again so at one point million dollar man bought andre's contract from heenan so that andre could attack hogan and get the title and so he could hand it off to DiBiase, and hence we ended up with the WrestleMania Four tournament. Because Jack Tunney declared after Andre beat Hogan for the title, and Andre vacated or handed it to Ted DiBiase, Jack Tunney decided that he would put it uh, the, the title vacated because Andre basically vacated it, causing that that big tournament that happened at WrestleMania Four, which was the first WrestleMania I saw live. I saw it at Newburgh Free Academy in closed circuit. Pay-per-view was not readily available countrywide back then, and you had close, these uh, closed-circuit arenas that would pop up, and you could go to them. It was $25, $30 for the ticket, and I got to be front row in front of the big screen to watch this, this live. It was awesome. Definitely, definitely one of the highlights of, of my wrestling career. So next we had a profiling Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It just gets into some silliness about you know what he's doing and uh, who he's feuding with. 
Of course, the next page is my favorite, the ice cream bars. They get a double page in this one. That's how good they were, and they deserve to have a double page ad. Oh, I miss those ice cream bars. If Everybody, please, write WWF, tell them, or WWE, tell them, bring back the ice cream bars. I don't care if it's even for a limited run. They will sell out. Bring them to the arenas. They were awesome. I used to buy them at my local uh, uh, gas station. They were like a buck. They, they were amazing. Next article, we get into Outlaw Ron Bass with his whip, Betsy. This was actually towards the end of Ron Bass's run, and he disappeared soon after this. He, uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but he had, a, he had a whip that he named Betsy that he would threaten people with. Eh, it was his gimmick. <laughs> I really wasn't a fan of Ron Bass. I don't know much what he did before or after WWF, but I know that he was still somewhat relevant in other things. Next article gets into the WrestleMania IV uh, Battle Royal, which ended up uh, getting won by Bad News Brown when he turned on Bret Hart and super kicked him and threw him outside of the ring. That was awesome. Bad News, uh, Bad News Allen, Bad News Brown, he was one, one uh, tough SOB. Uh, I, I've heard stories about, about him. So he was a ju uh, judo expert. Now that basically goes through that. So next article, Ted DiBiase is introducing his new finishing maneuver, the Million Dollar Dream. I've seen this move somewhere before. Um, hmm, let's think. Oh, it's a freaking Cobra Clutch. Just renamed the Million Dollar Dream. <laughs> eh, it's nothing new. In this one, he, it just shows him putting it on an Outback Jack and putting people to sleep. Of course, the next section... My favorite, one of my favorite sections, and when you were a kid, it was probably the first section you opened up to, and that was the catalog, because you wanted to see what cool stuff was available. This month, you had uh, new t-shirts from Bam Bam Bigelow and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, then you still had the classics, the Macho Man, Strike Force, Junkyard Dog. Of course, the Hulk Hogan one's available somewhere in here. Outback Jack had his own, the Killer Bees. I think they missed a marketing uh, opportunity with the Killer Bees. The Killer Bees were really, really over with the youth. They should have had Killer Bees masks available for the kids. That would have been cool because I always popped. You knew who was who when they put the masks on because they had two totally, totally different bodies. But it, would still, it was still a funny gimmick when they would put the masks on and switch off. I think they should do something like that again. It hasn't been done in a long time. I wanted to see them do something like that with the, the Elias Ezekiel thing, with the, with the brothers donning masks. And one time you unmask him and it would be Ezekiel. Next time you unmask it would be Elias. So that was just my opinion. I think the WWF or WWE dropped the ball when it came to the, uh, the Ezekiel Elias angle. Next article is Jay, about Jake the Snake Roberts and his feud with Rick Rude. That thing was a hot, hot feud back in the day. Those dudes beat the hell out of each other. I remember Roberts running down and ripping Jake the Snake's tights off of him because he had a picture of Rick Rude kissing Jake's wife uh, on his ass. So Jake ran down to the ring and uh, tore him off, and it made it look like on TV that Rick Rude was naked, but he actually, I uh, believe, had a thong on. But he, of course, goes running out of the arena. It was awesome. It was a great angle. But uh, that was what Jake was definitely, definitely at his hottest, hottest point. Next article is about Randy Savage and him getting the WWF championship and how he's going to defend it. 
basically this was the beginning of main event macho he this is he had just taken the title at wrestlemania 4 and that was his chance to run mr fuji and demolition that's the next article and how powerful and dominant they're going to be together and they were over the competition you know strike force and the british bulldogs definitely definitely at this point they were brand new so this was a team of the future this was a you know two three more years of of demolition dominating the wwe or wwf at that point see i get that w jumping back between wwe wwf man that's a pain in the ass <laughs> that next article is about brutus the barber beefcake and how jimmy hart accidentally helped brutus win the match uh, that was back when the Honky Tonk Man had Peggy Sue, well, Sherry Martell as Peggy Sue and Jimmy Hart as his manager. The Mouth of the South was awesome. Not, I think Keenan was the better manager at the time. But Honky Tonk and the Mouth of the South together, and then even when they added Greg, Greg Valentine as Rhythm, Rhythm and Blues, that was a great, great, great characters going on back in, back in the day. Next article is like some of the back... Uh, the back happenings behind the scenes at WrestleMania with some races, some photo ops, meet and greets, things like that. <clears throat> Wrestlers rebuttal this week, uh, this month is about uh, Strike Force and them complaining about how Demolition cheated to win the titles, and then the rebuttals by other tag teams and if they agreed with them. Basically, what happened was Mr. Fuji interfered, like any heel manager would, and cost the. At Strike Force, the titles of who Rick Martel had, I believe it was Smash in a Boston Crab, and he was not going to break out of it. Mr. Fuji ended up interfering. Blah, blah, blah. Demolition wins the titles. Well, this is Strike Force complaining because this is in the day of kayfabe that Mr. Fuji cost them the titles. And then after that, other wrestlers chime in. And let's just check out some of the other the rebuttals. Davey Boy Smith and the British Bulldogs were on their side. Nikolai Volkov said, Strike Force, sore losers, they should shut their mouths. If they want to fight, let them try the Bolsheviks We and let us have the title. Um, <laughs> kind of funny. Slick says, Strike Force is a baby. Bobby the Brain Heenan, I saw it all. Who was the first inter to interfere? Santana, that's who. Demolition merely reacted, and they had to protect themselves and their managers. <laughs> you gotta love the Brain. The Brain was the best. Next section was the crossword puzzle. Some of these are easy. Well, pretty much all of them are easy. Let's see if we can find any cool ones. Uh, WWF commentator McMonsoon. Gee, that one's a little easy. Don Morocco's nickname. He sings the title track on Pile Driver. <laughs> Jimmy Farrow sang it with Coco Beware on the Monty and the Farrow show. <laughs> oh, so that, that's pretty fun. And then, of course, the magazine always, always ends with a caught in the act, and this one is no different. This one was caught in the act. It had Gorilla Monsoon slamming cake at the anniversary of primetime wrestling. He put a piece of cake in Bobby Heenan's face. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I love the WWF magazines, especially these classic ones. They bring back so many memories from when I was a kid, but I just realized we're running low on time. i got to get to a commercial. We'll be right back in just a second. Sir? Ah. Manscape? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. 
Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? Love what it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What, what don't I use it for? Put it this way. The only hair <laughs> I have on my entire body is these eyebrows yeah. that oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the so big. Manscaped there, is you, a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this. But if you're going to oh, go do I a know deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald mm. then i i start where is that pedophilia line that yeah. i'm that i'm i don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that that's very interesting like that. i never thought about wow. that. you're a smart dude Holy shit. so if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly you're cool with that if the landing strip is has like i said well manicured yeah. you yeah. can see both sides it's not like blinking lights on both sides I, of that landing? i just don't i don't want <laughs> you know i don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. Unwanted areas on that gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, look but, what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older <laughs> I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, <laughs> I as, found as, it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just, Absolutely. Retro? You're like whoa. Wow. Yeah, like I'm 46, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the courage to get a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, not all not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> there you listen, go. I couldn't. Super Bush. I couldn't say it. Well, <laughs> if you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, Ron we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick second. Uh -oh. Drop kicks. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channel. So check this out. I talked about it last week, and I did get it in. The Ringmaster, Vince McMahon, and the Unmaking of America. I've only had a chance to read the first chapter. It's pretty interesting so far. It is a little bit politically biased so far, I will say. I will have a full review of it next week when I get after I get through it. But so far, I am enjoying it. I've gotten through a little bit of Vince McMahon's childhood. The next bout is about when he meets his, his father and starts getting involved in professional wrestling. That should be a lot of fun. So can't, can't wait for that. We do have some other upcoming stuff coming on. We've got some great interviews. We have some other book reviews we're going to do. We're going to continue doing these magazine reviews because people seem to like them. Can't wait to be able to go live. That's still a little ways away. I'm waiting on this computer, like I said earlier. Don't know when that's coming, but as soon as it does, we have new capabilities that we have never had before. Also, so some of the stuff, people ask me about my background. Well, 
basically I'm, I'm running out of my office. I'm a graphic designer and I do custom apparel. These are actually shirts that will go out to customers. I mean, I do hats, I do all, all kinds of stuff. I just seem like a de uh, decent enough background to use for the show. So that, that's how we ended up with it. So <clears throat> how about uh, May 5th coming up on the Monty and the Pharaoh channel? How about those interviews lined up? You have Marty Janetti. Tommy Wildfire Rich and Tony Atlas, Manny Fernandez, and Val Venus. How cool is that? I can't wait for that day. I'm actually trying to go down to hang out with the guys down in Long Island for the night. So that, that should be a lot of fun. <clears throat> well, I've I'm pretty much gotten... Oh, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. So this week, as you know, I decided I was going to take a step away from Raw and SmackDown because of the poor writing and the the poor lack of angles. And basically right now it's going to be filler and fluff up until the draft. Let's face it. Uh, not really happy with the characters that I'm seeing every week. There's, there's nothing that's happened since WrestleMania and I don't expect anything exciting to happen well, with the exception of Cody and Brock. I don't expect anything to happen until after the draft, they're going to build up to that. And then we'll see what happens after that. But what I did watch was I had a chance to check out a couple of the documentaries on a and e that i've missed out out on so first one was the iron Sheik. wow that dude that dude had some life before he came to america if you don't know about his history it's unbelievable from you know and from amateur wrestling background you know, early life to amateur wrestling background watching his idol get murdered by his country defecting to the usa becoming a the Iron Sheik character and living in that crazy gimmick for all those years with all the people hating him. Wow. This dude has my utmost respect. Definitely, definitely. If you have a chance, check out that documentary. It was well, well done. I, I can't say enough good things about it. The other one that I got to check out was Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, it was pretty cool to watch him and his sons on, on stage together. I was out of wrestling for a lot of years. I came back in not too many years ago and I missed a lot of Stardust and Cody Rhodes. Well, pretty much all of Cody Rhodes' era in WWF or WWE. But it was really cool seeing him interacting with his sons and well, where they had the, uh, oh, the, the six-man tag with him. It was great. I had a blast watching that. I was a big Dusty Rhodes fan when he was the the common man plumber with Sapphire. That was, I was a kid. I thought it was so, so cool. I didn't realize at the time that it was a rib on it, but you know what? Dusty got that gimmick over, didn't he? He had everybody dancing and Sapphire was the woman. I loved that. I loved the, the plumber. Even though I had known Dusty Rhodes from the NW, NWA era, I still loved the, the, the polka dot of Dusty Rhodes from that era. So uh, that was definitely, definitely fun. Well, listen, guys, we're getting towards the end of the show. We're, we're about out of time. Got to send a thanks out to Mike Monty and Jimmy Farrow for letting me come on their network and, and host the show. Also, I have to send a special thanks out to SOB Sports, Paul New and, and Mike uh, Mantor and PN News. Yo, thank you guys for letting me come on your network. Hopefully we can do it again next week. And soon you guys got to come over and return the favor and come on my show. Well, until next week, I'll. I'm out of here. Later, guys.